Hello and welcome back to Excel with Jake. What is the difference between self-confidence and self-esteem? This is not really something that we talk about often. And the reason why I want to talk about the introduction of this is because they are different. There is a difference between self-confidence and self-esteem. And the best way that I've experienced it and can explain it is that self-confidence is the belief in yourself to get things done, to accomplish. But self-esteem is about whether you like yourself or not. See, self-confidence is an outside perspective, and self-esteem is an inside perspective. And for too long as a society, and for too long probably for yourself, you have co-mingled the two without even knowing that you were doing it, thinking that self-confidence is self-esteem. And listen, there's plenty of people walking around right now with self-confidence, and we actually champion, as a culture, healthy self-confidence. You know, but self-esteem, the question of whether you like yourself or not, or not is not as champion, nor is it really talked about in general. And that is why you can be outwardly successful and inwardly crumbling. And, you know, this really explains a lot about our inner worlds because self-confidence is really earned through experience. It's earned through going out and actually doing what you say you will do. But see, self-esteem cannot be earned. It is the opposite energy. As soon as self-esteem and self-confidence get in bed together, you are mixing two separate identities and you will never find self-esteem. And so it's in my opinion that self-esteem is the priority that feeds into and holds healthy self-confidence. Yet as we approach self-esteem as being fed off of self-confidence, we assume that to have self-esteem, we have to have self-confidence. And I'll never forget how this came up for me, was I was um, at a job that, you know, I just was ready to move on. It's not a bad uh, still love all those people that were at this job, but I'd been there too long and I was ready to go out on my own. And so I did it and, uh, things were actually working. Okay. I was, I was making money. I had a business partner, um, and things were moving in the right direction. And I'll never forget. I just started to do my inner work and I was just starting to understand meditation. And this was really, really early on. And the way that I was moving into meditation was through the calm app. Now, some people use Squarespace, not Squarespace, Headspace, uh, if you're using Squarespace for meditation, you should you should try something different. Um, but some people use Headspace, some people use Calm. I was using Calm, and there was this wonderful lady's voice that would guide you through these guided meditations, and I, I just loved it. And I'll never forget, I was doing a guided meditation on a walk one day around my neighborhood, and I saw a guided meditation around self-esteem. And because, maybe like you, I was associating self-esteem with self-confidence, I was feeling really good about my self-confidence at the time. And, and so I said, well, I'm going to dive right into this meditation. I'll, I'll kill this one because I'm already, I'm already up on the score on this. So let's go ahead and go after it. And I'll never forget, I was walking in the neighborhood and in a nice, sweet little voice, she said, self-esteem is not the same as self-confidence. Self-confidence is your belief in your ability to accomplish. Self-esteem, on the other hand, asked the question, do I like myself? And I will never forget that moment because I literally stopped in the walk. I'm not kidding. I literally stopped, and, and almost like this cold shudder came over my body where I had realized that I had been associating self-confidence with self-esteem. 
And if you ask me if I felt confident that I could go out and do what I wanted to do or what I thought I could do, then I felt pretty confident in myself. But if you ask me if I liked myself, that that was a harder question. And I wouldn't say that that immediate answer was not a clear yes. Now, I didn't really know why, and there's still a lot of inner work that I'm moving through on this. But one key aspect to understand is that self-confidence, not being self-esteem, you have to ask yourself what self-confidence is and what self-esteem is. And so over the next few episodes, I'm going to be diving into each. What is self-confidence and what is self-esteem? And see, there is a massive amount of importance that we as a society tie to self-confidence. Because self-confidence, when it's seen in other people, we admire it. You know, we, we hold esteem to people that are in our lives, in our world, that just seem to be very self-confident. But those very same people may not have very high self-esteem. And so when you see these tragic stories of Wall Street bankers after the financial crisis um, ending their lives or, or moving into addiction, or you see these tragic stories where someone had built this great company, or you even see it in ministry where you have a pastor that built this massive church, but then something shifted, and the church started becoming unsuccessful. The business started becoming unsuccessful. Things started to change. Things started to shift, and the person that was in charge of it couldn't handle it. And that is because most of us associate self-confidence with self-esteem, where self-confidence ebbs and flows, and self-esteem often is tied with it. And so I want you to imagine this metaphor where there's this external temperature gauge, there's this external climate, which is your success, your life, how things are going, what you're doing, and then there's this internal climate that has a thermostat. And very often, most likely right now, before you know it, if it's 75 degrees and sunny outside in your external performance world, most likely in your internal climate, it's right at about 75 too. Things feel good, right? Self-esteem is mirroring your self-confidence. Your inner world is mirroring your outer world. But what happens when it gets a little warm? What happened when? What happens when you don't perform well? Let's just say that uh, to perform well... Uh, uh, you're at a nice 75, but now you're in the 90s outside. Now now your thermostat is a little hotter. You're feeling pressure. You're seeing things be unsuccessful. And if you're honest with yourself, most likely your internal climate also raises up to 95. Now you may not like yourself so much. And same goes for the lower temperatures. My point is, is that this metaphor shows you that before you know it, you have tied your self-esteem to your self-confidence because we're taught early on in our lives not necessarily to ask how we feel about ourselves. We're taught to perform. And this is not a parental thing. This is a school, this is a system-wide being stuck in a Western civilization. This is what we teach ourselves because we pride ourselves on being self-confident. We are a self-confident nation. If there's one thing that we are, we are a nation that gets stuff done, right? That's that's the language. And there's nothing wrong, as I'll talk about in this next episode. There's nothing wrong with self-confidence. And there's nothing wrong with self-esteem. In my opinion, I focus on self-esteem. And I'm going to be talking with you about why I think you should be focused on self-esteem and how to build it, because you're not taught. 
And so most likely you were associating self-confidence with self-esteem. And I want you to think about how self-confidence, if it's based into your outer world, then it always ebbs and flows. And this is why I talk so much about helping you with your inner work and your inner world, because anything that you place into your outer world will always change. So you may have value in certain things in your outer world, your role as a parent, your role as an entrepreneur, your role as an artist, whatever your roles and responsibilities are, but those are subject to change because if there's one thing that happens in our outer world, it is constantly shifting. And so if you are tying your self-esteem and blending it with your self-confidence, you will always be up and down on the scale of do you like yourself. And so your self-esteem as I'll talk about in the next few episodes, if you start to develop and focus on that in a way, it makes you bulletproof. I mean, self-confidence makes you vulnerable because if you've got all of your self-esteem tied into your outer performance, you're very vulnerable. And self-esteem has the ability to make you whole where tying everything to self-confidence can make you feel deprived. And the biggest caveat that I want you to take away is self-esteem comes from within. Only within. Self-esteem is the only question that only you can answer. It is an absolute mirror question where you are looking in front of that mirror in your soul and to yourself and you're saying, do I like myself? That is not an easy question for most of us because most of us don't even know how to move into that space because it feels extremely scary. But the oddest paradox is, is the more that you move into that space, the more freedom and peace and joy that you find because self-confidence comes from outside of you. It will always come from outside of you. So remember, self-esteem comes from within. The more that we can develop self-esteem, the more we become invulnerable to our outer world performance, which is what is tied to self-confidence. So you can see that outer temperature, the climate go up and down. Some days it's sunny, some days it's raining, some days it's cold, some days it's warm. It doesn't matter because inside you've got your temperature gauge set at 75 inside because you now understand what self-esteem is and you're not associating it with the same thing that self-confidence is. This is counter to most likely everything that you've been told. If you are in the Western society, like we all find ourselves to be, most likely, and you don't have to be in the Western society, you could be anywhere in the world right now and have the same kind of values because we all value self-confidence. We all value the ability to get things done, be the kind of person that gets things done. He's successful. Do you like yourself as a different question? So hang with me through these next few episodes and really start to investigate and start to ask yourself some of these questions because I understand that it may seem scary, but what science and research is showing us, especially what's happening in depth psychology, and Carl Jung spoke about this, is that there is a part of you, there is a self, there is a soul that at all times is undisturbed. It's unharmed, and it's perfectly whole already within you. That's why I wrote The Ocean, The Waves. I was trying to articulate the experience of seeing someone that I loved pass away too early, which was my uncle, but yet somehow there was this essence that was being remembered at his funeral. How is this possible? How can someone not end their life the way they wanted it, the way that we all wanted it? How can they do that 
and then we all still adore them and remember even when they forgot who they were. How is that possible? And it's because there is this self, this undisturbed, unharmed, eternal side of you that is already whole within you, and that is where you start to experience self-esteem, capital S, self-esteem. And so I hope that you're understanding now that how you have to really let yourself off the hook here because how in the world could you ever have self-esteem if it was always tied to self-confidence? How could you ever keep self-esteem if you've been associating this whole time that it's based on how you perform? And just do this for the next 48 hours, probably for the next 30 minutes, and you're going to understand exactly what I'm talking about. Notice when you dip. And what I mean by dip is that you feel pretty good, then all of a sudden you don't feel so good. Maybe you feel a little depression, a little sadness, a little heaviness. Ask yourself this question when that feeling comes over. Did something happen in my outer world that hurt my self-confidence? Did I get an email that, that, that was a little scathing? Did I not get the deal? Did, not, did I not get a lot of Facebook or Instagram likes? Did I not get um, the amount of signups that I wanted? You know, it doesn't matter what you do. Did the podcast episode I just recorded, did that not perform as well as I did? Now, if you're starting to sink into that, then you can immediately know right now that your self-esteem is tied to your self-confidence. And the great news is, is that we're all this way. Now we just have to start moving forward in a new direction. And that's what I want to take you through, through this process. Because once you find this freedom, your mind is going to open up, your heart's going to open up, and you're going to realize that what you've been looking for from everyone else this whole time is already within you, and you've been looking for it for yourself because there is one person, the very last person that we ask about anything, specifically how we feel about ourselves, is the very person that we need it from the most, and it's not a loved one, it's not an authority figure, it's you. There's a book called You Are the One You've Been Looking For by a guy named Richard Swartz who created the Internal Family Systems Therapy Model, which I'm obsessed with. It's an amazing model. And essentially, what he talks about is that we spend our lives looking outside of ourselves, just like Carl Jung said. You know, he who looks outside dreams, who who looks inside awakens. And the reason is, is because your self-esteem is, is actually invulnerable. Your self-confidence is not invulnerable. It will change all the time. And when you start to realize that they are separate, you'll realize that you have more control than you think you do. So I hope I hope you feel that. I hope you start to experience it. And over the next few days, the next few hours, start to notice if you dip, if you have an emotional shift that's kind of the self-defeating emotion, maybe it's guilt, maybe it's some resentment. Ask yourself if something shifted in your outer world. Did you is something are you not performing well? And if you've been in a funk for a while, maybe a week or months, ask yourself, is it tied to the fact that you're not doing as well as you thought you would do, and is your self-confidence hurt? Because if it's hurt and you've been associating your self-esteem with your self-confidence, not only are you doing bad out there, but you're also doing bad in-house when it's mano y mano, right? You're doing bad, and you also don't like yourself. That is hell on earth. And I'm going to walk you through how to get out of this. And it starts by simply realizing and noticing that self-esteem is not the same as self-confidence. And knowing this difference will create a massive amount of freedom in your life. I love you. I wish you well. Try the exercise over the next few hours, over the next few days. Notice that dip in your emotional state and ask yourself, did something happen in my external world 
that hurt my self-confidence. And if it did, then you'll start to realize, oh, I'm associating my self-esteem, how I feel about myself, do I like myself, with my outer performance. And you will find massive freedom in there. Take care of yourself. I'll talk to you soon.